Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh, oh, so simple. Rocket can. And not only am I coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios, I got a lot of thank yous. We're going to get there. I'm coming to you live from the campus of North Carolina State. It's absolutely amazing. Wolfpack, all day. The Media for the Movement Tour continues on. Yes, I just left Louisiana. I just left New Orleans. Thank you, Tulane. It's about NC State right now. And some guy who actually went here is playing football on a Monday night. His name It's Russell Wilson. And so obviously tonight we will keep you up to date on Monday Night Football at this very moment, at this very second. The Chargers. They're hosting the Denver Broncos in Los Angeles. Denver currently leads in the third quarter, 13 to 10. The Chargers have the ball, trying to put some additional points up on the board. And that's how football is played anyway. And so I'm going to tell you about the Media for the Movement Tour, all the amazing things that took place this evening on campus. And we're going to talk about some football as well, not just Monday night football. We'll talk about the games that took place yesterday. We'll talk about a lot that has gone on over the past several days in the world of baseball as the playoffs continue. They march towards the World Series. And unfortunately, the Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians, they are not done yet. They got a lot of ground to make up because of the rain. And we'll get there, too. There are no Dodgers. There are no Braves. There will be no repeat. So we have a lot to do, a lot to discuss. If you want to give me a holler here at CBS Sports Radio, the number is oh so simple, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You want to talk to me? You can't call up? Hit me up. At JR Sport Brief on all or every single social media uh, platform. And as always, I'm thrilled. I'm ecstatic. I'm happy to be joined here by super producer and host uh, Dave Shepard. Dave, how are you? Are you enjoying Monday Night Football? Jay, I'm doing well. Oh, even more of a pleasure for me to be with you. I'm enjoying that a lot more than the other sport. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm curious what you have to what you got to say about their decision to not play this game. What other sport? The baseball game? Yeah, that one. So you help help me out here. I just left Louisiana and came to North Carolina. It's actually raining uh, here right now in Raleigh. 
what's the deal with the weather? I know they postponed the game. They made people wait a year and a day before they figured it out. Well, what's going on? Basically, the game, as we know, was scheduled at, at 7.07. Yes. Um, and they made this decision, uh, I want to say maybe 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago. So they made people obviously wait for over two hours. And uh, a lot of people point at Rob Manford. That they're, they're saying that this is um, a very delicate, very light decision. Uh, and this is not what's best for the game. They should have been playing tonight. Well, Rob Manfred is a disaster. I mean, we know this already. Like, he's a disaster of a commissioner. He called a trophy a piece of junk. I mean, what uh, would we expect him to do anything different? And obviously, does he have the final call? I believe the teams have the final call on rain delays in the regular season. And I believe the commissioner's office has that final call by the time we get to the postseason. Why would anybody expect this man to make a... uh, reasonable decision i think you know the first decision obviously to delay this game was uh, approximately 6 21 p.m eastern time meaning there was more than a three-hour time frame where there was no update i think that's what really drives people crazy in this decision so yankee fans they sat in yankee stadium for almost three hours to to do nothing pretty bad i've known and heard that it was going to rain in new york for i don't know since yesterday that's true I knew that, and I'm not in New York. I knew that. When is the rain supposed to stop at, 1 o'clock in the morning? Uh, no, I, I understand that, but if you're so confident that there's that window to play, you know, kind of go with your gun, so to speak, and and, 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 and let, let the guys – I mean, even – I mean, and a game's going to be a 4 yeah. o'clock tomorrow. That's going to be bizarre. That's going to be weird. Obviously, that For changes a, everything. A closeout, a closeout game, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. And I know the, the purists want baseball to be in the day anyway, but, I mean, it, that just messes up everything for everybody, I feel like. Yeah, well, Major League Baseball screwing things up. What else is new? It sounds normal to me. It's unfortunate. Very is. Very much so is. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And so, yes, we're going to get into Major League Baseball. I guess the games that did take place, the the games that happened, the eliminations that, well, that happened over the weekend, and uh, obviously the NFL. And this is also unfortunate and this has dominated i would say what is the past 24 hours and i think it's going to continue to get worse as we move on over the next several weeks and it's it's tom brady now i've been bouncing around doing a lot of traveling thank you so much to uh nfl sunday ticket for actually working uh one week i had a chance to pop in and pop out of every nfl game imaginable yesterday and i think i know the biggest moment that everyone saw didn't happen on the football field. It wasn't a touchdown. It, it wasn't a rush. It wasn't a big play. It wasn't the Jets. It wasn't the Giants. It wasn't the Bills beating the Chiefs. It, it wasn't Philadelphia. The thing that went viral on Sunday that had more views than anything else was Tom Brady berating his own offensive line. I didn't see the game. I know that the Bucks they lost to the Steelers. I saw all of the numbers. The Steelers snapped a four-game losing streak. Good for them. We know that they don't have the, the best of talent trying to transition away from Big Ben Roethlisberger. And I love Mike Tomlin. I love his press conferences. The man is direct. He's to the point. He absolutely gets to it. Kenny Pickett. He got to it yesterday, too, and so he had to go into concussion protocol. Mitch Trubisky comes on, and ultimately he 
passes to Chase Claypool, and it's the deciding score of the deciding touchdown. Before we got there, Tom Brady was beyond ticked at his offensive line. Ryan Jensen has been on injured reserve. Aaron Stinney is on injured reserve. And Tom Brady went to the sidelines. And no, he didn't throw a tablet. He didn't yell at anybody. Well, he did. He yelled at multiple people. He didn't get into it with a coach. He was basically telling his offensive line that they need to play better. There were people making jokes online about Tom Brady saying that he's yelling at his linemen, saying, oh, man, I didn't leave my wife, I didn't leave my kids to come here and do this, to get beat by Kenny Pickett. People were making these jokes. Maybe not the nicest of jokes, but Tom Brady is 45 years old. I'm sure he didn't come back to the Buccaneers for another season after getting close to another championship game to lose, to stink. He is 45. He is the most accomplished quarterback here in the Super Bowl era. And so knowing that you are Tom Brady, knowing that you are the most accomplished, he can do things that other guys can't. He can yell and berate his offensive line in public, and no one is going to bat or blink an eye. Tom Brady, in the course of training camp, he can go away. He can disappear for about two weeks as the quarterback to work on his marital problems, his personal life. He's Tom Brady. What we also heard over the weekend, and we didn't hear, we had visual evidence, Tom Brady went to the wedding of Robert Kraft. Yes, the owner of the New England Patriots, where Tom Brady made his bones, he got married. A surprise wedding. Because a billionaire can't have an announced wedding, it must be a surprise. Tom Brady was there. Tom Brady missed walkthrough. Todd Bowles says it's not a big deal because Tom Brady practiced all week. Todd Bowles, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he also says that Tom Brady is not receiving preferential treatment. What? Isn't that the definition of preferential treatment? When a guy can say, hey, I'll be gone for two weeks. I got stuff to do with my family. When a man can say, yeah, I practice all week, but I'm going to go to my friend's wedding and, yes, forget walkthroughs. If Can everybody on the team do that? The answer is no. And so why are we now going to act like Tom Brady, who is one of 53, is not special, is not different? He's the most accomplished man in the NFL. What are we doing here? Sounds kind of crazy to me. Tom Brady, after he cursed out every single one of his offensive linemen, telling them that they can do better, he spoke to the media. By the way, he looked miserable. Tom Brady says the lack of execution cost us this game to the Steelers. Listen. It really doesn't matter if you run it, if you throw it, if you throw it outside, you throw it inside, you run it inside, you run it outside. It's an execution game. You either make the play or you don't. So there's too many plays we're not making. Tom Brady looks like he needs a cigarette. Hey, Shep, did you see Tom Brady after the game? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because you're one of the first people that pointed it out. I listened to the audio. You, It gets completely drowned out by the Fox broadcast. What are you saying? You think he said something different? 
<laughs> yes. Um, I mean, uh, three and three for now, Jared. But you and I both know, man, he, he's, he's too good to be 500 by the end of the season. This is all going to be for not, you know, in five weeks from now. Well, congratulations to the Buccaneers because next up on a slate for them is a dis- – oh, I can't. I got to be careful. Hey, Shep, I have to be careful how I say this. Yes. They play the Carolina Panthers next. Oh, jeez. That's a W. Uh, Robbie Anderson's pretty good there right now, right? Who? Ro- oh, Ro- Robbie a- Anderson, right? The star receiver? He's pretty good there. Oh. That was a bad joke, but you get it. The one who used to be here and then <laughs> yes. got booted off the got booted off the team? Yeah. By, him. by an interim head coach, yeah. When when you when you thought you couldn't get any lower as a franchise. Robbie Anderson is a uh he's just a quitter. And we're you know what? We're gonna talk about Robbie Anderson in a in a few minutes. But the fact is Carolina is next up for the Bucks. And so this is an opportunity for them to right the ship. If Tom Brady loses to the Carolina Panthers, Tom Brady might as well go home. I don't know if he'd be welcome back at this point in time, but he needs to leave. Todd Bowles, he talked about his mindset after six games, and this is what Todd Bowles in the most uh, Todd Bowles-ish way had to say. Listen. I'm dissatisfied with a lot of things, you know. Winning is number one. It's not about the play calling. It's all inclusive. You know, players have to execute what the coaches call, and coaches have to make sure that the players are in the right position to call them. So, we don't throw blame anywhere. It's all inclusive. It's offense, defense, and special teams when we have a bad game. So it's not even about play calling. It's just about team. Tell that to Tom Brady. Honestly, Tom Brady yelling at the whole team. I saw him yelling at his own offensive line. And I get it. A little bit of it to me is, is kind of played out. It's like here's Tom Brady throwing a tablet. Here's Tom Brady yelling at a coach. Here's Tom Brady cursing out his offensive line. I guess at this point of his career, at 45 years old, Tom Brady, he's going to do what he wants until he's gone. He's trying to get every last drop out of his career. Todd Bowles says no preferential treatment for Tom Brady. Nonsense. Other quarterbacks would get slapped. They'd be ignored. They'd be told to sit down and go away. Other quarterbacks, they can't take two weeks off in training camp. Other quarterbacks, they can't leave the team walkthrough to go to the wedding of another NFL owner. That's preferential treatment. And I got to be honest here. It's none of my business what happens with Tom Brady personally. I wish him and anyone nothing but the best. But there's like a little bit of satisfaction knowing that he's losing. That he came back and they stink right now. That you can go ahead and look at the Falcons and say to yourself, wait a minute. The Falcons are, they're in this division too. The NFC South, they're in the same place, the same position. They have the same record at three and three. Absolutely hilarious. I was at the Saints game yesterday, and uh, they stink, but they got their own quarterback issues. But it's nice to see the Bucks losing, or maybe not even the Bucks. Tom Brady. Maybe he had to have a little bit more sympathy if he wasn't destroying his own team, throwing tablets, and being on the, the positive end, I'd say, of preferential treatment of which there's always a positive side. 
So excuse me if watching Tom Brady have to be angry, upset, and lose just brings me a little bit of joy as a football fan. This man really looked like he needed a cigarette after the game. I know Tom Brady is all about health, all about fitness, all about what he puts into his body. Cigarettes aren't his thing. Maybe, just maybe, Tom Brady also needs, I don't know, quite simply, a hug. I don't know where he find that either right now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Broncos and Chargers are tied 13-all in Los Angeles, Monday night football. Phone lines open if you want to give me a holler. We'll talk more Brady. Some guy named Aaron Rodgers, he also needs a hug. And then Shep just mentioned him, Robbie Anderson. This man was out there cursing out a coach. He got booted from the field, and now he has been traded from the team. We're going to talk about Robbie Anderson on the other side of the break. It's a Monday night. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 13-13 as we move towards the fourth quarter, Monday Night Football, the Broncos and the Chargers, the Bolts, they're tied. Let's see what happens here at the end of the game. Obviously, we will keep you updated. We opened up the show tonight talking about Mr. Privilege, Mr. Tom Brady, the man who was hanging out with Robert Kraft at his wedding, surprise wedding, instead of attending a walkthrough. Sure, he practiced all week. And then the Bucks, they lost, not expected to lose to the Steelers. Kenny Pickett went down with a concussion. Mitch Trubisky had to come on in relief. We know Mitch Trubisky, he just lost the job. And the Buccaneers, they still lose. It's an unfortunate situation. And Tom Brady just threw an entire fit on the sidelines. I'd like to see more fits by Tom Brady because if he's throwing fits, that means they're losing. I've had my share of Mr. Brady. Hell of a career, but I don't don't need to see any more of the man. And by the way, let me go ahead and and mention this, Bill Belichick, he did not attend the wedding. He was he was invited to the wedding, and he declined to go. And I'll talk about Bill Belichick next break. He actually got a victory. Maybe you go to Robert Kraft's wedding, you lose. You don't go, you win. Quite a possibility. Speaking of a loser, I don't know if Robbie Anderson is on the winning side of, of anything. You know, Shep mentioned him. Last break, Robbie Anderson is, I don't want to call him a middling receiver because that's insulting, but Robbie Anderson is someone who was not highly touted out of Temple on his way into the NFL. Robbie Anderson did not get the flowers. Robbie Anderson was not a first-round selection. Robbie Anderson is not someone that you would say is absolutely great. 
He was an undrafted free agent signed by the Jets in 2016. Goes from the Jets pretty much as one great year. He's a burner. He's a speedster. He opens up the offense by creating an option way down the field. He's great with the Jets. Comes down the pipe. Here he is. Gets a new deal, a new contract with Carolina. Has a 1,000 yards and three touchdowns. And then the guy just, yeah, he plays with, with some bad quarterbacks. Bad quarterbacks. Hi, Sam Darnold. Hi, unfortunately, now, an injured Baker Mayfield. He didn't want Baker Mayfield on the team. He was cursing out his old teammate, Sam Darnold. And we know what has taken place here with the Carolina Panthers. They're one and five. They just lost to the Rams 24 to 10. Matt Rule was fired as the head coach last week. And good for him. He gets $40 million for the next four years to not coach the team. Must be nice. Matt Rule coached Robbie Anderson at Temple. You think Robbie Anderson is thrilled that his guy is gone? No, not at all. Robbie Anderson, even this season, not all that, not all that great. Numbers pretty pedestrian. 206 yards receiving to one touchdown. This man's about to be 30 years old. You think you're that good that everybody needs to kiss your feet? He was arguing with the wide receivers coach, Joe Daly. Steve Wilkes, the interim coach, basically told him to go ahead and hit the showers. And Robbie Anderson, he was gone from the game. Thank you, he didn't give us any... uh, Antonio Brown, a celebrations or shows here. Robbie Anderson today was traded to the Arizona Cardinals for an undisclosed draft pick. And Arizona Cardinals can probably use him. Marquise Brown just went down to an injury, and the cards are a disappointing two and four, and people are looking at Kyler Murray trying to understand, man, we just paid this guy $230 million Are we going to get a return on our investment? We know Hopkins is still out, suspended, last year injured. And Robbie Anderson is supposed to be the deep threat for Arizona. Well, now into the future. And it will only be a matter of time going from one losing team to another before Robbie Anderson quits there. The interim head coach, who, by the way, had his chance with the Cardinals and had a terrible time there. Uh, Steve Wilkes, after the game, after the Panthers' loss to the Rams, after Robbie Anderson was kicked off of the field, Steve Wilkes didn't want to talk about this man at all. Listen. Bigger than the team, and I'm not going to uh, focus and put a lot of attention on one individual. Uh, we can talk about the game. We can talk about situations within the game. We can talk about the things we're going to do moving forward, but I'm not putting a lot of energy into one individual. Oh, wow. That's a coach now, isn't it? Coaches always want to focus in on the team and not the individual. When are we going to stop the sham, though? Nobody would be asking about Robbie Anderson if he didn't throw a fit. No one would be asking about Tom Brady if he didn't throw a fit. Yeah, teams are great when everybody works together. Teams are great when you don't have somebody quitting. Teams are great when you don't have one piece decide, hey, I'd rather go to a wedding. That's a team now, isn't it, right?
I know this, this might sound dirty for a few folks. Isn't that the concept that Bill Belichick had with the New England Patriots? Didn't Bill Belichick put an emphasis on team? Isn't teamwork one of the reasons that Bill Belichick had success? He treated Tom Brady just like everyone else. Well, now that Tom Brady is in his his old age, and now that he's won another championship without Belichick, Tom Brady can miss practice. Tom Brady can miss training camp time. Would this have happened with the New England Patriots? I mean, it doesn't matter now, does it? But it's it's team, right? And so whether you're Robbie Anderson or whether you happen to be Tom Brady, what about the team? We're going to talk about Bill Belichick on the other side of the break. But before we do that, 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Chicago and talk to Rich. Rich, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Rich? Hey, JR, you're right on the money about your assessment, as you always are. But I'm going to throw a couple of things. I got a couple of quick things for you, and then one one thing I'm going to help you with it, uh, at at where, where you are in Raleigh with NC State. Okay, please help me out. All right, here's the two quick things. Brady went to the wedding to confirm that he and Giselle are gone. He, oh, no. he showed up there. He showed up there alone, and what better place to find a girlfriend with Kraft than his wedding? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's the first thing. You telling me that Tom Brady went up to this man's wedding to find a new wife? I wouldn't doubt it if you know Brady. He's not beyond that. that, I I did it as a joke, but I'm starting to believe my own joke. That's probably part (laughs) of the the motivation. Okay, yes. The second thing is the reason Rule got launched. It's kind of obvious, isn't it? And you pointed one thing out, but I'm going to give you another piece. He was trying to resurrect the Temple football team at Carolina. Not only not, not only Robbie, but do you realize that their backup quarterback that's now playing, this kid Walker, he played quarterback. PJ. Yeah. Yeah, he played Temple. Now, the only what? guy that Matt Rule didn't get that he tried to get was Bill Cosby from Temple because he was in jail and he lost his eligibility. Oh, man. What is this, comedy hour? Yeah, well, no, I'm just trying to make life before I give you the NC State stuff. Okay, I but like it. Go ahead. I know, I know you're a basketball guy, and you always localize everywhere you go. And this is something slightly before your time, but I know you're going to know this. One of my favorite players, and he's only two years younger than I, and this is before Jordan. I love this guy. It was David Thompson on that 73-74 team that won the national championship. You want him in the Hall of Fame, too, don't you? Yeah, he's he is in the Hall of Fame. I checked that out. I didn't know he was, but he is. But that those, those two years he played, his last two at NC State, how about 57-1? and one? And the reason I know that is Norm Sloan is an ex-Gator coach, who I know from being a Florida guy, would rave about that team with Monty Tao, Burleson, and David Tao, and Tim Stoddard who ended up pitching for the Orioles. That was – now you talk about the only game they lost, by the way, was to Bill Walton in UCLA in 74. That was it. Okay. one. So, I mean, you get a lot to talk about your NC State folks, and, and that's before Valvano. Yeah. What we what we focused on today is – well, I don't want to say unfortunately – is the man who just got – smashed like a sack of potatoes is uh, Mr. Russell Wilson. 
Yep. Well, he's not. I think you're right about him. And, you know, I like to play a few games, and I've been doing this a while in terms of wagering. I think, I think he's finished. And what happens if this man leads a fourth-quarter comeback here? What are, what are you going to say then? Uh, they go three and four and won't make the playoffs. I mean, who cares? Yeah, no. The, well, the expectations, I wouldn't say, were all that high here with uh, Nathaniel Hackett in his first year. Russell Wilson having a, a busted-up, torn shoulder is not necessarily going to help things right now at this point in time. We got to wait and see. Give it time, Rich. Well, well they stole. They, I, I mean, when you look at the, the currency that they got, the draft capital for Wilson, they got – if you add them all up, the players that they got plus the draft picks, they got a Herschel Walker trade. They got eight guys for Russell Wilson, and they mortgaged their future. I've got to tell you, Seattle's going to be fine with all the stuff they stole from Denver. Denver doesn't have anything to look forward to in the next three years. Uh, well, uh, I know you can, you can find some interesting comparisons right now between Geno Smith and then uh, what we've seen so far with Russell Wilson. Tom will tell Broncos are dealing with injuries, first year everything. I don't, I don't think the first year is going to be the full indicator as to what they'll look like into the future. We, we got to see, Rich, okay? You didn't think they, they would be a playoff team preseason? No. If I, I thought no. that they would get in, it would be on the back end. I, didn't, I wasn't dumping yeah. them in, no. Uh-uh. It's a tough, it's a tough division. Yeah, but why would you give all that away if you didn't expect to be a playoff team this year? When it, well, listen, it's not no – one, no one general manages a team for thinking of one year. You think about the future. You think about one year, two years, three years. There's a reason why general managers get jobs, and they typically end up in that range of five to six years. And so you don't say, hey, let's get Russell Wilson if we don't go to the, the playoffs in the first year – we're an absolute disaster. You're thinking about the team as it is currently constructed. Constructed. You're thinking about the team into the future as well. So, due uh, time. They are. He's 34 years old. There isn't going to be a. They, they have a tight window here. Yeah, they do have a tight window, and that's how long his contract takes him. You know, it's a different thing to say. There's there's two ends of the spectrum here, Rich. There are people who think that he has a, a longer runway in front of him. This is in Seattle. There are people who think his runway is shortened. If you're the Denver Broncos and the last time you had success was with another old busted-up quarterback and you're now bringing in a younger one, you take that chance. You take that opportunity. Otherwise, you're in the same position. Denver has been looking for a quarterback since that Peyton Manning guy left Rich. We got to see what happens, okay? They gave him seven years, JR. I I know, Rich. We'll yep. see what takes place. Appreciate right. you. I hope you. Yep. See you. All right. Thank you. You don't have to hope I'm right. I don't care. I don't get a check. I hope I you're right, too, JR. Uh, well, he's he looks better tonight than, well, it, it depends on, on what we're looking at. Richard hey, Russell. Chef, I'm, I'm glad he brought up David Thompson. You brought up an interesting point as well about uh, the Hall of Fame. Well, what, what happened with David and Mike? Well, no, I mean, you're well aware of this. He was actually, um, you know, you think about North Carolina, they have a plethora of Hall of Famers, but it was David Thompson from NC State that was Michael Jordan's presenter back in 2009. That is, that's royalty presenting even better royalty, in my opinion. No, I, I don't recall that because I remember Michael Jordan more so. His induction, I remember him eviscerating even, like, people he went to high school with. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's memorable, man. I mean, when you think Hall of Fame speeches, I mean, that that one comes to the top of the list right there. No, absolutely. No, good point. And thank you. Who was that, Rich? Rich from Chicago? Rich in Chicago. He had about 10 points that he made in that conversation. Very interesting young man. Young. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He thinks Russell Wilson's 34 and cooked. Last time I checked, JR, you know, Rodgers, the MVP, was 37-38 going back-to-back. Listen, you don't have a quarterback. You don't have anything. You're going in no direction anyway. So do you want to take a chance with Russell Wilson or do you want to go absolutely nowhere? Who else they got to work with, right? Like, what was the market last year? I don't – me, you, and Locke. Right. (laughs) What what are you going to do? Just stick with Locke? Yeah, that's really going to put butts in seats. The man who bought the Broncos, it's the the Walmart people. It's Rob Walton. Yes. I don't think this man wanted to start his tenure with the Denver Broncos watching Drew Locke throw another pass. There's nobody trying to sign up for that. But we know you you don't have a quarterback. You don't have nothing. Someone who understands that is Bill Belichick. We're going to hear about him and from him on the other side of the break. Plus you, your calls, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. This is the first time I've ever listened to you, but I'm going to be listening a lot more. You're enjoyable. I want to start with that. First off, I love listening tonight for the first time. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Teamwork makes the dream work. Talking about team. Yeah, like Allen Iverson was. Well, he didn't want to talk about practice. We're talking about team. Tom Brady, he's special, right? Gets a chance and an opportunity. He doesn't have to go to walk through, and then they lose, and then he yells at everybody. If I was one of his offensive linemen, I'd be like, you weren't even here yesterday. You were hanging out at a wedding, and you're yelling at us? Show up to work. Robbie Anderson, a wide receiver, on the other hand, plays for the Carolina Panthers, or excuse me, he played for the Carolina Panthers, and now he's been given the boot. He got kicked off of the field, and now they traded him out to another team that might, well, it can't be as bad as Carolina, but they're bad too. And so now Robbie Anderson, he has to to just play in Arizona and hope that Kyler Murray doesn't get sacked before he throws the ball, you know, 50 yards downfield to him. Robbie Anderson, not a team-first guy. Tom Brady, I guess he's a team-first guy. This is He's so team-first that he's playing football instead of staying home, but it's a different conversation for a different day. Tom Brady goes to the wedding. He gets beat up. You want to know who didn't go to the wedding? You want to know who declined an invite? Because he sure seems like the type of guy that you would love at a party. It's Bill Belichick. And guess what? Bill Belichick, he didn't go to Robert Kraft's wedding in the Patriots Day 1. Coincidence, maybe. They beat the Browns. Bill Belichick, 
He ties Hallis with 324 wins. And by the way, Mac Jones is still not playing with that ankle injury. We got a guy that nobody ever heard of three weeks ago still playing quarterback for the squad. Bailey Zappi, 309 yards, two touchdowns. And, yeah, you could say it's against the Browns. This isn't what Bailey Zappi's supposed to be doing. So much so that Bill Belichick, what else is new, he's being very hush-hush about their quarterback situation when Mac Jones ultimately returns. It's not the only thing. After picking up another victory, of which they can be tough to come by, Belichick spoke to the media. It's always fun when he talks, right? You love it. Listen to Bill Belichick. Tell me that this man doesn't sound absolutely thrilled with his victory. Listen. Good team win and, and uh, big big week coming up here. But um, good to come in at Cleveland and win. Got a lot of contributions from uh, everybody, you know, offense, defense, special teams. Um, played some complimentary football where we were able to, you know, make plays on defense or in the kicking game and then convert those on offense. So, um, you know, that was good. You know, players really competed hard. Hey, Shep, on a scale of uh, one to miserable, miserable being uh, the highest level on the scale, Bill Belichick, he actually sounds thrilled there. He sounds happy. Listen, he's he's completely thrilled for Bill Belichick that we know him to be. And you know what? If nothing else, Jr., he's consistent. Is he? Yeah. What, being consistently miserable? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. He's going to be consistently miserable all the way to passing Don Shulin about a couple of years from now. You think he's going to stick around now? Oh, oh, what else is he going to do? Not going to go to weddings. We know that. <laughs> I- I'd be happy, too, if uh, I had to face the Chicago Bears next week. That's a good point. New England Patriots have a chance to go 4-3 and three here. Good for them. Oh, man. It's Monday Night Football. I just realized that. Next Monday, we're going to be sitting here talking about Bill Belichick and the Bears. Oh, great. Bears, a sad situation. Bill Belichick is a sad individual. Uh, let's talk to someone who's po- probably, possibly happy. Let's go to Susan. She's calling from Worcester, Massachusetts, Susan, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, I have to say one thing about you and Shep. Yeah, the dynamic duo. I, I, I just found you on the radio a couple of weeks ago, and after five minutes, I said, this guy has it. He's better than anybody we have in Boston. Wow. You are dynamite. Well, you, thank you, Susan. I'll, oh, I'll be I sure... Do. I'll be sure to share this so everybody in Boston can hear it. Thank you so much. I don't care. Uh, they walk alike. They talk alike. You have a, you know, you're creative. I learn something new from you every night, Jr. And it's wonderful. I'm not, oh. you know, I, I've only listened to you for a couple of weeks, but like I told, uh, uh, I'm telling you, you yes. are the best. You should have Thank double you. rate. Whatever you're making now, triple. And okay. I'm going to call up. Who do I call up to talk about you? What do you mean? I'm, well, you don't have to do that because I'm going to take everything that you just said and I'm going to put it on the Internet for everybody to hear it, okay? And about Brady, can yes. I just say, maybe I'm different, uh, J.R. I love watching great athletes. I don't care if it's baseball, like, uh, you know, the one that broke the record. Uh, oh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, and yes. whether it's tennis. I just love watching athletes. Irving, I love the guy. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I love Durant. I love Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are my people. I love them. Right. Uh, I think they're going to have a good year this year, too. But Brady, one thing about Brady, of course he gets special treatment. This has been going on for years, JR. When you're an athlete like him, uh, Tiger Woods, uh, Roger Federer, Federer, as you know, just retired, right? Yeah, his knees are cooked. <laughs> but he has a beautiful wife, and they were shouting in the scene, the best wife ever. Because you know what? She let him do what he wanted to do. And, and Federer told her, well, the kids have to come everywhere I go, all around the world. That's what they did. Four kids, J.I., he took the kids everywhere. He didn't want to be without them. That's uh, because he had a wife that understands the situation. And she, yeah. <laughs> you saying, yeah, you're saying Tom Brady's situation is all screwed up, huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> but I, I still like watching them. I love watching Rodgers. But they do look unhappy. And these people, they got the life of the – do you think if I was talented like them – my God, people would give their right teeth to be like these people. It's true. They're living, they're living well, you, a dream. You but know what? They what? It, it's 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 the money. Like they do, they live a dream and they live in their world. <laughs> and you know, they're still people. The challenges just become a little bit, a little bit bigger, a little bit larger. Hey, Susan, I gotta but hit I the commercial. All right, you are the best, and you should be on every TV show, whatever you want to do. You're the best. Thank you. Well, thank you, Susan. You're the absolute best. Thank you, (laughs) Susan, for calling from Rooster, Massachusetts. I'm just chilling. I'm just a guy in North Carolina State doing a media for the movement tour, going across the country, doing amazing things. I got some amazing things I want to share with you later on in the show as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, Monday Night Football is still going on. Oh, Denver's up. Oh, nope, it's tied. 16-all Denver. The Chargers. We'll talk more football. We'll get to your calls. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.